from the other side of the tracks in Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome to the Back Row Hecklers. I'm going to see if Chris Class can turn this music down just a little bit. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and go on to episode 10, season 2 of the Back Row Hecklers. I am Young Matthew. Sitting with me in studio is Chris Class. Hello, hello. He's on the controls. I got my buddy across from me and big Brian V. He's on his... What's up? He's checking all his statistics that we will surely correct him on later. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and via Skype, we've got my best friend in the whole wide world who's got power in the Bronx, Joshua Carvalho. I do. I'm glad. I do. I, I wasn't affected. I was worried you were going to be like close. on a subway and it was going to shut down on you. I heard there were some shutdowns in that area as well. I think you, you should know me well enough that like on a Saturday night, my ass is staying home. He's not going to. Especially when it's hot. Yeah. And he ain't going to Manhattan if he doesn't have to. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wasn't too concerned. I was, I was thinking about you though, buddy. I'm glad when you, you don't think about me when a fucking hospital gets shot up and you think about me when the power goes <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, that's a day in the life of Joshua. His hospital, <laughs> you know. Anyway. So we got some wrestling to talk about. We got other things going on. There's been a lot of stuff happening in the world of wrestling. We've got AEW. We've got WWE. We've got an Evolve show that happened last night. It's the first ever Evolve show on the network. And we want to get to all of it. We got social media questions. We had a ton of feedback from last week. So thank you to every single one of you guys. I'm going to shout you guys out in a little while once we get there. Uh, so what do we want to talk about first, gentlemen? I know Chris has, was up at 3 a.m. <laughs> at the G doing G1 things. Well, we can. Um, there was uh, between yesterday and I mean last night and and I guess the past couple days it's been with G1 having day two and day three. There was AEW like you mentioned, and mm -hmm. then was last night was that the Evolve show? That was the Evolve show. Yeah, Brian, when did you go to IWA Mid South? Was that Thursday? Thursday. So look at I mean the amount of stuff we have to cover this in in you know this time is that's gone on in the past few days is crazy. Yeah. We can. It's uh, not going to be too terrible because I can't comment on a lot of it. <laughs> you can't. I, I, well, I mean, I can. If you say something, uh, I'm like, oh, I want to see that, but that's about it. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't watched a lot of what you guys are talking about. Okay. I, really, I wanted to watch something last night, but it didn't work out that way, so I watched UFC instead. Yeah. I'd like to hear about some UFC. Yeah. Um. So we had even UFC that went down. Uh, I'll cover G1 real quick. Joshua, if you watched any of it, um, please chime oh. in. I'm not going to cover I any won't. of the undercard. But uh, I mean, you're you're talking about what just happened last night, right? Or this morning, rather? Uh, this morning and yesterday morning, day two and day three. So day three okay. being what happened at two o'clock this morning. Okay, yeah. so Eastern time. I know day the one before Ishii beat Cobb. That wasn't this morning. That was the day. Before, that was the right? day before. Yeah, we'll go ahead and cover okay. that, dude. There have been so many different upsets that have gone on uh, so far. Where this thing is being. I love how I love how it's booked. It's incredible. Hold on, I'm gonna tell Matt something. You know, remember the Rock and Rave infection? Remember that tall guy, yeah. Lance Hoyt, Hoyt with yeah. Jimmy Rave? Yeah, yes. he is undefeated in the G1 climax. He is. Wow, steamrolling. Who would have thought that? Man. I know I didn't, man. And he's looking very effective to doing be fair, it too. I didn't know TNA would still be around, let alone making TNA references. So here we are, that, 2019. <laughs> well, on day one, he defeated uh, uh, Will Ospreay in Will a Ospreay. great <laughs> match, a great, great match. And uh, we'll get to uh, his win. But what happened two days ago? Juice Robinson defeated Shingo, giving him his second defeat ever in uh, New Japan. Get the fuck out of here! Wow. Yeah, Juice Robinson ended up hitting a uh, pulp friction on him and and defeated him. Uh, we got John Moxley over Taichi. 
How was that match? It, it Daichi <laughs> didn't look as good as he did against uh, Ishii. So uh, yeah, damn, okay. yeah, there goes that streak. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was a damn good match though? Um, it being Yano, of course, a good uh, comedy match. Yano, talk about upsets, defeated Naito. And what? yeah, yeah, Yano is like they throw him in there too. He's like a big comedy guy. He's always like, for those that don't know, uh, he's always throwing out uh, uh, nut shots. He's ripping like the the turnbuckles off, and they they book him to basically upset someone that it's like he's gonna totally fuck up someone's brackets. Yeah. That's basically the point of Yano in G one is to fuck up people's brackets. And is he doing all right with it? And uh, well, he defeated Naito, and that fucked and up a lot of people's brackets. Yeah, apparently, like right <laughs> off the bat, it did. So it's like uh, Naito. But the thing with this, as opposed to like you know a, a Sweet Sixteen type of bracket, mm -hmm. it's just because Naito lost. It's not like he's eliminated. Right. It right. just that's like we were talking about the point system. Yes. Two less points for him. Okay. So booking him, booking Yano, how they always do and it's it never fails he goes over on <laughs> against someone big um uh tomohiro ishii defeated jeff cobb and another upset a lot of people would consider this an upset is uh hiroki goto defeated switchblade jay white with uh the oh. gtr i did not see that coming because like i said from the get-go uh we all talked about um who we have like going for for finals everyone like did a pick i picked uh jay white and tanahashi with tanahashi went in uh, Brian, do you remember who you picked uh, for G1? I, I don't remember. Like You threw some Okada, names out. I think. I think you may have picked Okada. That does sound about right because he is the champion, and a champion hasn't won the G1 because basically what happened with G1, you can go on and, and face, face the, champion. the champion. But then when a champion has won in the past, I don't remember last time this happened. Do you remember, Josh? No, I don't know. I know what it happens when the champion wins, though. He can pick his own opponent okay. for Wrestle Kingdom. And it has happened. It's it not, has happened. Okay. So, um, Brian picked Okada. Uh, I you picked Prince Tenzai, or was his name Tenzai? Is yeah. is who uh, Josh or Matthew? Tenzai picked. versus Sonata. I'm going with that one. <laughs> with Tenzai going over. And what was your pick, uh, Joshua? Do you remember what you? I picked? said Osprey versus Naito. Osprey versus Naito. Okay. Um, Osprey had um, he lost against Lance Hoyt or er, Lance Archer um, day one. And he actually got a W. He has uh, he defeated. This was last night um, for Block A night two uh, or night three, I guess. Uh, Lance Ar Lance Archer defeated Bad Luck Fale. Lance Archer has four points now. No one like you like you mentioned just a little bit ago, Joshua. No one saw that happening. But nope. Is he good? I mean, I I don't know his. He's work gotten way very, better. I don't know his work very well. He's I think. And he's, I feel. Like, I'm sorry to cut. I feel like this is like a, a slap in the face of uh, Harry Smith because Harry Smith like left New Japan. Yeah. So they're like, all right, well, we're going to make your tag team partner look strong in the G1 climax. And that's, yeah, I mean, they were like a pretty dominant tag team. And that's Davey Boy's kid. Yes. All right, just to make sure yeah. I count all my ducks yeah, in a row. Yeah, that's here. all. That's it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're up to date. You're I'm up not, to date. Might not be the same page, but at least reading the same book. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the same ball field. There you go. Ballpark. Ball, ball field. field. Ball field. Ballpark. <laughs> That's how. Well, yeah, we're talking apples we're and uh, and and baseballs. We're playing on the basketball goal. <laughs> what was it? Uh, What's the football net? I'm. I'm I never mind. Brent Blades has a. Uh, he hates the fact that. Uh, oh, if you want to really piss off Brent Blades, yes, I do. Talk. Um, uh, call points in football or call goals in football points. <laughs> he calls. I think that's the thing that he hates. 
No, 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 no. It's it's in. I, I totally fucked that up. Call uh, runs and in, in baseball points. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like they're fucking runs, dude. <laughs> oh, so we'll do that next time we're all in the studio. Yeah, no, be like, no, dude. How many points did the Yankees put up? Yeah, do that, do that. He'll be like, they're fucking runs. Watch, I guarantee it. He'll do that. That's uh, that's a good way to get under his skin. Um, Lance Archer defeated Bad Luck Fale. That's <laughs> Dude, that's that's do it, do it, please do it. I know you. I'm gonna do it. Gonna gonna do it. Well, yeah, we all have to like chime in at some point and just do it real subtle. Yeah. And so like yeah. not everyone at once like chime in, but like yeah, start off maybe before the show. I'll mention something about it, mm-hmm. and then like maybe once we get started, like Brian could go ahead and chime in and be like, yeah, man, I was watching this uh, baseball game and like, dude, like yeah, the Yanks scored like four points. And he'd be like, like you'll see it eating at him inside. Brian talking baseball is gonna eat him inside anyway. That would be, dude. That alone, we'll have to go live on like Instagram for that one. That would be I incredible. Just imagine his fucking face too. Like he has such a, a face that it looks like he's already pissed off. Who's that? Uh, uh, Brent. Right, yeah, like Brent looks like he's about to say, "I want to talk to your manager." <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does, man. Oh, that's funny. I love me some Brent Blades. Um, let's see. Then we got Will Ospreay. He actually gained two points, defeating Sonata last Has night. Brent if we're Blades gonna... ever been on the show when there's not games, no, nope. I don't think so. No, douchebag. Yeah. It's either games or we've interviewed Sonny. And he's been on the show. And even that show, we we did a game. We did a yeah. name that tune. So, yeah, he got a, a two for two that day. Uh, <laughs> he's our he's our go-to. Because a lot of times we need, like, a fourth member. But uh, that's when he likes to come in. He's like, I, I don't watch wrestling. I don't keep up with wrestling news. Although he did send me a funny uh, Monica Lewinsky tweet today. That was random. Was it a, so, a blue dress? It was, uh, it, it was, someone, it was something she had retweeted. And I thought it was actually, like... <laughs> It's it was pretty funny. Uh, it said someone had tweeted out a guy named um, Adam Grant. Adam N. Grant said, "What is the worst career advice you've ever received?" Monica Lewinsky retweeted this and said, "An internship at the White House would be amazing on your resume." <laughs> wow! <laughs> I was she, like, I, she tweeted that. She tweeted that That's herself, cool. man. I was like, dude, good for her to have like a sense of humor about that shit. You see. <laughs> Is it too soon? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we've only had like four presidents since yeah. then, so you know, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we got um, uh, Will Ospreay defeated Sonata. Sonata has been my MVP for uh, uh, G One. It's only been three sh- uh, three days so far, but man, he had an amazing match against Zack Saber Jr. Another great match against Will Ospreay. Uh, this time he um, he laid down and Ospreay got the points. Um, Kazuchika Okada defeated Zack Saber Jr. Giving, oh. yeah, dude, that was a good match. It wasn't as good as um, uh, Okada, or I'm sorry, uh, Sonata against Zack Saber Jr. But this uh, wasn't bad. Some people just click, though. You know, some but people just click and are gonna have a better match. We talked about that. The way Sonata and Zack Saber Jr. just have that, like they have that chemistry, and it just it it's it's a thing of fucking beauty. Um, Okada has four points. Zack Saber Jr. is at zero, and it's to the point where they're emphasizing Zack Saber Jr. is like throwing fits that like no one expect him to not have a win so far into the um, into the tournament. So he's going around beating up the young boys and things of that sort. So yeah, he um, fucked up the the referee when he lost to Sonata, right? Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, he started getting in the the ref's face again, and it was uh, Marty Asami, I believe, not Red Shoes. Uh, Evil uh, defeated Kota Ibushi. Evil got two points. Another upset. No one saw Kota Ibushi with zero points, similar to Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Kota Ibushi has now lost to Evil as well as um, Kenta. 
And in the main event, uh, Tanahashi lost to Kenta. Kenta has four points now. Um, I wanted to watch this, and I was telling you, Matt, on uh, social media, our social media, you could follow us at Back Row Hecklers on Twitter or Back Row Hecklers Podcast on Instagram. Um, I try to take matches of, or take pictures of the, the matches uh, when they're about to happen, and then I'll do a little poll, like, you know, just kind of a commentary thing, like, hey, who do you have? This is what's going to happen. Right. Who do you have winning? And um, uh, at the main event, I uh, I fell asleep on the semi-main, and I woke up when they announced Kenta was the winner. So nice. I was like, I fuck. <laughs> like, so I'm going to watch that tonight. But, yeah, that's kind of uh, your G1 news. Um, as of now, just going over blocks, we have... A three-way tie, Lance Archer, Kenta, and Okada with four points. Bad Luck Fale, Sonata, Osprey, and Evil with two. Abushi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tanahashi have zero. Mm. B-Block, mm. we have Goto, uh, Ishii, Moxley, and Juice Robinson, uh, and Yano have two. Jeff Cobb, Naito, Taichi, uh, Shingo, and Jay White all have zero. Nice. So we're very early in. This ends, I believe, August 8th. Something like that. Okay. And um, so we have plenty of time to go, you know, for, for all that to change. Are comebacks, like, uh, is that usually, like, a normal thing? Like, if someone has zero points and then makes a run late, kind of like in the world of sports? I don't know how common. Yeah. Because I know they, the only thing I talk, WWE talks about momentum a lot. It's yes. really not a real thing, let's be honest. But, yeah. you know, you know, they're like, hey, you got to win at the the show before the pay-per-view and then you ended up losing at the pay-per-view that's kind of how wwe builds them right you build them up to put them down right no 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 so I, I don't it. know if uh new japan goes that same route oh uh, they, they do sometimes you know a good comeback story or they have you know guys starting hot and then falling back um they've they've done it all they've they done it all done like it all. that when it's come to um either either you start off hot and you stay hot mm -hmm. you start off hot and then you fizzle off uh, or you just kind of get wins here, here and there, and you know it's and you or you'll you'll be on fire, and then you'll need like so many points, and then you get someone like Yano come in and fuck up your fuck up your whole thing. yeah, you yeah. know, throw off your like I said your brackets. So. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's, that's cool, our G one. Um, did anyone watch uh, AEW? I did not. I did. You did, Brian? Did you? Uh, you watched uh you UFC. Watched UFC. Yeah, I was trying to watch it, but. It didn't end up happening. I had other things going on, and other people wanted to watch different things. So, okay, I ended up watching UFC though, or most of UFC. I didn't, uh, I didn't see like I think the first fight of the main card, but I saw everything else. What was on UFC? Uh, main event was Jermaine Duran. I can't pronounce her name, man. First lady. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll look it up. It's Dud Jermaine. Jermaine. She's the like the Iron Lady, the kickboxing champion of the world. You know who I'm talking. What's her name? It's Jer I don't know how to say her last name. It's just you just say Jermaine. Yeah. And Jermaine. Then, yeah, oh she, yeah. How do you say that? She took on Aspen Ladd though, which Aspen Ladd has been mauling people, like mauling people. Durandamain. Germanamain. There you go. We'll That's go with that. Yeah. Jermaine Durand, her name. That's. <laughs> I like that. She's an animal, though, man. Seriously, like, on her feet, she's, like, the Muay Thai kickboxing champion for, like, years and years. I mean. I'm glad that you brought this up because uh, people are talking. This was uh, what we were talking about. Uh, Herb Dean has cost people fights by early stoppage. Do you think? Uh, I didn't watch this. <laughs> this what was, was that? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, Aspen Lad got rocked. She okay. really did. And she turned around. But then, like, the next shot, before the girl could even throw in another shot, Herb Dean stepped in as soon as she got rocked. Okay. It's still working. All right. 
Sorry about that. That's okay. They just totally cut off. That's all right. (laughs) There wasn't a a second shot. Before, as she's throwing her second shot, Herb Dean steps in and she stops. And so, I mean, my thing is, yeah, I'm not in the ring. I'm not not in the octagon, so I can't see what the girl who got Rock's face looks like. Sure. If her eyes are closed and she's sitting up and she's wobbly, then, yeah, Herb Dean should have stopped the fight. But when I seen the replay... It looked to me like she was throwing her arms up to block the next shot. Right. And then she rotated right towards Herb as he stopped it. Like, what are you doing? She spun, like, yeah. on her ass and was, like, almost in, like, defensive a... Defensive uh, position. Yeah, she was definitely in a She defense. was definitely still defending herself, is my point. Wow. Like, less than a second after the stoppage. So it'd be different if it was, like, 10 seconds later, she's, like, trying to re- fight the ref or something. Right. But I think that was an early stoppage. I wanted to get Joshua's opinion, too, because, you know... I know safety for the fighter is the main thing and all, right. yeah. but you got to give him a chance to fight too. Yeah, one hundred percent. My theory is, um, once Jermaine hit her and she fell down, there was like at least I want to say a second, maybe a second point two, where she just wasn't. She just looked like she was out, and then she turns around while Jermaine's coming with the thing. I believe the stoppage was a tad bit early after I saw it, but. I would say Herb Dean stopped her from getting fucking her brain scrambled because that lady would have been on top of her just cracking her even more. So I think he prevented that girl from getting hurt even more. See, I and think that's, that's and that's that's technically his job, right? I mean, yeah, you know. he's supposed to do and, that. And, well, well, we don't know, and, though. Also, yeah, we don't know because well, she's we've know. never seen her rocked like that. So we don't know. Yeah. But we've seen her in positions I and mean, scrambles mm-hmm. where she's dominated. So, I mean, she may be able yeah. to dominate her once it hits the ground she has the ability she's a strong girl and i mean and not to say that jermaine i'm not gonna say her name the lady who knocked her out <laughs> yeah. i make myself sound like a goddamn idiot excuse the gd but you know so it, once it went into the scramble you know you never know i've seen people get rocked i mean matt i can name 20 fights where dudes get rocked to shit and come back and win the fight think about the yeah, pat barry fight right. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying Josh, I mean, uh, Burt Blades is the one telling me, he's like, have you seen the Pat Barry? I forget. Congo Kong. Congo Kong. No, check Congo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said Congo Kong. I said it with, like, total confidence, too. I was like, Congo Kong. Congo Kong. You sound just like me. Knocked him out. See, y'all talked about my details. You may have got here early, bitch, but look what happened. I messed up once, and, and I've already taken Brian's new title. That's the way it goes. people can make the argument that that fight should have been stopped when fucking Pat Bitch. Why are you going to call me bitch? <laughs> did I say bitch? Well, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pat him on the leg again. It's okay. Yeah, yeah it's all right. No. I had to. Congo Congo. I had to because I heard you got here at like twelve thirty, twelve forty. I did. I he's got like, here. Uh, he uh, he goes. He's not getting here. He ain't beat me this I time. I got here at one o nine. I spent the night. <laughs> Shit. Congo Kong. I was so confident in that Congo Kong he answer goes, too. Pat Barry goes Congo Kong. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I put my mic down to everything. Cause you know what? It was on my tongue too. I was going to say Congo <laughs> Kong, and I was like, no, check Congo. Check Congo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that fight was absolutely nuts. Uh, the uh, the first Matt, I mean the first Matt Hughes uh, Frank Trigg fight. <laughs> oh man, that was nuts. I don't even remember that one. That was a long time ago. But if I mean, if you remember that one, oh, the, I'll tell you another one too. That a lot of people I still to this day think was a work was a. Uh, you're gonna say uh, Iceman Liddell, yeah, Ice Vernon, Vernon Tiger White. Vernon Tiger White was. Whooping I've Chuck heard this Liddell's. one so many times. <laughs> <laughs> see, the funny thing is, you see Chuck Liddell look up at the clock. You see him staggered and rocked, and you see this thing that happens in the in UFC that I can't stand. Somebody will get punched at, and the dude will back away and throw both hands in the air. Okay, 
To me, that's like the Iggy in pro wrestling. It's like it has to be a sign for something because why would you throw both your hands in the air like a foot, like you're doing, holding your arms up for a field goal? It was, if you're in a fucking fight, it was definitely one of the. It happens all the time in UFC. Fights. Watch. It was one of the weirdest like knockouts I've ever seen. To where oh, he's yeah. walking back like I'm okay. It's it was almost like you see people get hit in the liver, yeah. and they'll take two steps and then it hits them, and it's yeah. like oh shit. And Boss has yeah. talked about that. Oh yeah, I see. It. Yeah, Don, and Don, I understand Don, the liver Don, Donald shot. Donald Cerrone shot the liver shot. He yeah. took one. Um, and I'll tell you who else took one. Rico Rodriguez took one a long time against ago. against Boss. I think it might have been. It was was a it a long time? No, no. That Luke, Rico Rodriguez was heavy. He was heavyweight, so. Yeah, that's right. And Boss Rutten, I don't he, think. He ate one, and he threw a couple more punches, and then he caved, and I was like, what the hell's wrong with his side? <laughs> yeah. And I've, I understand that with liver shots, because they say, like, it takes a second, and then you're almost paralyzed, like that shot. But I've ne- I don't know. I've only seen it a couple times in UFC, and it's like, they always, they, I don't call it, like, a work on everything, but I think those are very questionable knockouts. It's almost selling. The way they take two steps and then like yeah. that that Vernon Tiger White knockout was a very strange. Have one. you ever uh, got a liver shot, Joshua, where it puts you down? Uh yeah. Oh, see. <laughs> he don't want to talk about it. No, that's okay. I mean, no, I, I know like, he I trained. Got, I got fucking somebody hit me like on the side and like it's kind of like what he said. Uh, Chris said it shuts you down, like not to the point where I couldn't walk, but I was just like, ah, I need a knee. Like Steve, like fucking need me right in the fucking side, and I was just like, ah, like you just, you don't know what the fuck to do. So is it supposed to be excruciating? It, I, I mean, I think if he was, if my friend Steve had a little put more oomph on it, I probably would have been like, oh god. But I just like, the worst, the worst one was when I got fucking judo throwed, and I just saw my soul leave my body as soon as I hit the ground. Did you land really hard? Yeah, like he, because he, he was a judica from like Poland, and I didn't know that. He just fucking tossed me like a rag doll. Like as soon as I, I landed on the fucking ground. I just went, <clears throat> and you just like my soul left my body. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that dude's a fucking judoka from like Poland. Like, what, what were you doing sparring with him? I was like, nobody fucking told me. <laughs> <laughs> I was having fun until that moment. Trial by fire. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I always like training with the with the better people that I could. You know what I'm saying? Like they would try to get me to to. We had the you know I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I definitely was not one of the best, but I was at least in the middle. <laughs> so we would do pro wrestling. We would try to try to try to be pro wrestlers, man. They would like put some real turds in the ring against me, <laughs> and I would be like, "You motherfuckers!" But I would always try to do the best I could to sell for them and do what I could. You know what I'm saying? To make it the best I could. And then there's other times I'd be in there with people that are. I would be in there with people that were better than me, and then I would be worried. I'd be like, "Man, I got to try to make them look good too, though. I don't want to be, you know." just have them like oh, i carried your fat ass you know what i'm saying <laughs> so I, I i had to learn to sell and sometimes i felt real dumb selling to like way smaller dudes it would make me mad and so i would be like a little bit stiff and close like hit people right in the face and, <laughs> and like forearm in the back real hard but i mean to me that's what was going on at the time that i saw you know what i'm saying it was the style of pro wrestling that Lay i it saw in. And then I got to the where I could look like I was hitting you really, really fucking hard in the forehead, but I, it, well, I really wasn't. The only time I've ever been told that you better lay something in is when you're on the outside, right in front of like the crowd. Like oh, yeah. if you're brawling the outside, you fucking lay that in because oh, yeah. then it's like then it just looks ridiculous if you don't. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, kayfabe's dead <laughs> and blah blah blah. But now you got got now you got every match you know has got 27 chops in it. Yeah, every match has 20 super kicks. 
If I see one more super kick, I think I'm going to throw up. Super, then don't watch AEW. No. Because there was a lot of them. There's a lot, there was a lot in last night's Evolve as well. I'll yeah. be honest you with you. You guys want to talk about Evolve? I, I didn't watch it. I don't know uh, anything about it. So let's hear about it. I know a lot about who was supposed to be there that I was super happy that we we're going to get getting a shot to be on the WWE Network. I mean, lots of guys get like a job spot on NXT. You know sure. what I'm saying? Or, or or they get to be a referee on Raw. Mm-hmm. Or they get to be, I mean, a uh, um, uh, security EMT guard on Raw. Or, or, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or, or some guy that's in a hotel room that gets thrown across the table. Right. You know, like before Drake uh, Younger become the ref in NXT, he had two or three spots. One time Kane oh, threw him across the table. He did. That's right. He was super happy that WWE check, too. I'm sure he was. Yeah, he like posted it. He covered the price. But he posted <laughs> it said Stanford, Connecticut, WWE. Yeah. He posted that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got paid on a Wednesday. Yeah, he loved that shit. But uh, I keep looking up WWE Kurt Stallion. Evolve. I've got it. Up, up, uh, okay. Anthony Henry and James Drake, all three of those guys, I was very glad that they were able to be seen on the network because all three of those guys should already be in the XT. There's no question about it. All three of them should be there. They deserve it. They're all talented. Mm-hmm. Kurt Stallion is that dude's been at it for a while now. Trained by Michael Elgin, Kurt Stallion is. We uh, yeah. you remember we talked to him uh, a few years back. Oh yeah, I'd say probably about the, maybe even three. It was like it looked like 2016. What if we have that interview? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure we probably we do might. too. It was funny too because he was like, dude, you know, I asked him something. I said something. He's like. Man, you have no idea, man. I'm hungry. He goes, I yeah. don't mean just like wrestling-wise. He goes, like, I want to get out of here and get some fucking food. Right. <laughs> he goes, I'm hungry, dude. He goes, I'm a hungry, I'm a starving wrestler. I'm one of the, what you call a starving wrestlers. Yeah. He and I clicked right off the bat because of uh, our love for Shibata. Yeah. You remember he said yeah. that? Yeah. And yeah. I think you were talking to him at the time. And I like... On one side of the arena, Brian starts calling me, Class, come here, come here. And I was like, what? And I came over here. He's like, it's Kurt Stallion. I was like, oh, what's up, man? I was like, he invited me over just to like introduce me. I was like, hey, what's going on? I was like, you know, I liked his work. And he was like, Stallion, tell him, uh, tell him who your favorite wrestler is. And he was like, Shabbat. And I was like, give me a hug, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was worth the trip over that here. Was worth it. Yeah, he was really, really cool. Such like, at a the very bar, nice At the beginning guy, of the Back Row Hecklers interview I did with him, he goes, hold on a second, man. Let me send this out on my Snapchat. And oh, he no. Snapchatted yeah, the he did. But the, the beginning of the podcast interview, he Snapchatted it out, man. He and, sure did. And that's looking out for us as much as him. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just he's that type of dude. I seen him a couple times after that. He, I always called him J Muse. <laughs> I said he, he looked like, like Jay Muse, I said he like Bizarro J Muse. He kind of does. And then Manor was like, no, he looks like Bizarro Nick Iggy from you know the uh, the Carnies, which was used to be uh, out Team IOU. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, he looks like Bizarro. He J-Muse. does look like J Muse. Yeah, that's been a while. But anyway, I was Good glad. Dude. Let's that he, see. I was glad he got to make his debut last night. Win yeah. or lose, it doesn't matter. He got to. I'm sure that he got to show some of the th- what he could do. You know what I'm saying? He did show some. I don't think that there was. I don't know. Was there any squash matches? Let's hear. There let's hear the card. A, a top, squash top, from bottom. top from bottom. Uh, the show opened with a guy named Josh Briggs over Anthony Green. Josh Briggs is from the uh, same thing as a, as a. Uh, he's a big dude. He's a, from the uh, Karate Pro Wrestling with uh, where MGF came from. Oh, oh really? So, like, hold on. That dude broke his hip this year. Josh Briggs, back. and he's already back. Yeah, th- yeah. that's amazing. Oh, that's that's what insane. What's the name to that too? Brent sure. Woods, the the uh, the wrestler, the uh, the deathmatch wrestler. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm sorry. Can you hear us, buddy? Yeah, yeah. It just it went out for a second. Okay, okay. okay. I actually heard the pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it hurts me. Go what? Huh? Yeah. So we also had in a four way match a uh, single single Paul, si- not elimination. The the single one fall match, I guess is what you can call it. Uh, okay. Stephen Wolf. Uh, he defeated Kurt Stallion, Harlem Bravado, and Sean Maluda. 
Uh, Stephen Wolf hit a 450 splash on Harlan Provado. A very good match. A lot of spots, but very well done. Um, a guy uh, named Arturo Ruas defeated Anthony Henry. Uh, Ruas, I know from NXT, he's done a couple of, like, not dark matches, but he's done uh, NXT TV and, like, tag matches and stuff, but has not been very... I don't want to say not impressive. I haven't. He's been in a lot of squashes on the wrong side of him. Um, in this match, he looked really, really good. Well, that's because he was going against Anthony Henry. Anthony Henry is really... I was very surprised I, he actually went over. Henry got hyped up really, really hard by the commentator on this match. That's good. About a year and a half, I actually recommended to, 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 to Joshua. I was like, Joshua, you have to watch this series of three matches between Mance Warner and Anthony Henry. They're absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did you ever get to watch those, Josh? I watched two of them like in Matt's basement. The DVD's still there, so it might when I come back... No, I think I got it at my house now. <laughs> oh, I was watching... It and I, I've, uh, I gotta finish watching it. Yeah, because like, cool. I, I found the case and we couldn't find the DVD, and he's like, I know where like, it's at. <laughs> it was in a PlayStation? Matt knew where it was at. It was still in the player. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't take it out and put it back in the case, you fucking asshole. I didn't finish Who watching does that? it. That's why. It's not gonna get dust in the PlayStation. You're I fine. know, but still, it? though, it's like somebody that leaves the porn tape in the VHS player. Come on, man. And you leave off right on that scene where you're like, damn, they nutted at this spot. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Oh, you know that? That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, awful. dude. Wait, I, you know what? I borrowed a porn. This was way. Oh, go ahead. Wait, I want to say this. This is going to be a perfect Joshua moment. So when you, we had PlayStation 3, uh, when you downloaded movies into the PlayStation 3, you can have like a little scene play, right? So I would put the scene where the guy nuts on the girl's faces on the on PlayStation 3. <laughs> <laughs> and just leave it there? Yeah. So like when you would look at all my porn, you'd just see the, the cum shots. <laughs> awful. Awful human being. You think you really <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you what did you think of the two matches, the Anthony Henry and uh, Matt Warner matches? I thought they were good. Like, um, Anthony Henry kind of like really surprised me in um his match with like uh Eddie Kingston. Oh, and yeah. I seen him at Evolve shows. Like I really like his uh his style. He's a really good striker and he, he meshes very well. He kinda reminds me of um Alistair Black or Tommy N. And I kind of hope one day we get to see those two fight because it would be a great match. It would. Yeah, they, he I he can that. do it all, man, though. He, but he, yeah. he, he's good. He's really good. I've had a uh, limited uh, chance to see Anthony Henry, but I thought – no, thank you. But I thought he was uh, – I was impressed with, with – I was impressed with his work. He, uh, the tights he wears, I can't stand him though. The one long, <laughs> like the he does like, and hopefully they've changed. But he wears like a long tight and then like the shorts. Oh, he didn't have that last. Good, night. thank God, because Billy Joe Travis used to do that. I think you're and mixing I used to hate him it. up with uh, Daniel Eads. I am. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting mixed up with. I'm well, glad you said, said that. that went, so Anthony Henry's cool in my book. Yeah, so Henry, I'm Henry doesn't wear those tights. That's Daniel Eads. Daniel Eads. Wears them. Yeah. Hate him. And he still wears them. Daniel Eads is good too, but yeah, he still wears them. He's Daniel a great Eads, talent. Daniel Eads looks like Superman. I'm seriously, he looks like he could play Superman in a movie, don't he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's got that fucking hair. We also had a women's match. We had Brandy Lauren take on uh, Shotzi Blackheart, who I, a lot of IWA fans know Shotzi. Um, Brandy Lauren, I don't know if you're he familiar. Had an interview with Shotzi Blackheart. Yes, I don't know if you're familiar with Brandy Lauren, uh, but she she de defeated. There was a no DQ match. Uh, and uh, she basically hit her with about a dozen shots with a kendo stick to her kidney and then just rolled her up in one. Uh, there was a pretty awesome spot, though. Uh, Blackheart had That's set up about five chairs with Brandy sitting on top of them. And she did a suicide dive and Brandy mit and Brandy uh, moved and, and Blackheart just ate shit. Oh, nice. all these chairs. And so she would already like her midsection was already messed up. So then like to play up to that, she hit her with a kendo stick about, like I said, a, like about a dozen times. And it was just like, yeah, I'll pin you and win. So, you know, she did that. Uh, moving on, we had a squash match, you guys asked earlier. A guy named Baba Tunde. Uh, he defeated uh, Colby Carino. 
Kobe Carino, Steve Carino's son. Yes, he mm-hmm. is in. Uh, he's in a stable with uh, Eddie Kingston. Is he really? It's Eddie Kingston, Joe Gacy, Kobe Carino, and uh, Sean Maluda, who is uh, from Samoan Dynasty. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're man. the. I'm trying. Oh, I'm gonna fuck up their name. It's not the the forgotten, but they're kind of like the. Uh, they do. Some, they're calling themselves something. It's a four-man stable, and I apologize. Let me guess. Eddie Kingston is the leader of the he stable. He is. He's he's, he's, such he's the, the king of the stable. I'm he, trying to think what the. I'm telling you, he is seriously the mad king of professional wrestling, man. He's the unwanted. Been a the long, unwanted. I'm sorry. That, he that should was have been signed a long time ago. And he's a super cool guy. He is. He's, I mean, he's I, I met super, him once, you know, with you guys, yeah. and he just seemed like one of the most relaxed yeah, dudes. I've so like, they're going with like an unwanted gimmick where it's like, you know, I'm the unwanted king of this business. That's you know, Eddie Kingston, Joe Gacy's the unwanted lunatic of this. You know, doing his thing. Colby Carino is the, un- the unwanted son. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see where this is going? Yeah. And Maluda's yeah. the uh, the unwanted savage. I think is what they're calling him. Oh. Um, but yeah, so Carino got squashed though. Uh, Baba Tunde is about seven foot twenty five, uh, and he's three fifty. He's kind of like uh, Strowman Light, Braun Strowman Light. He moves a lot faster than Strowman does, but he squashed the shit out of him. Sorry, I was gonna try to pull up a, a, a promo that. The unwanted are doing because you know Eddie Kingston is the man on the stick. He he is the man, and he and he got a time to shine it on the stick last night. He did his they thing. Did they gave him time on the stick? A little. It it, was, I I could have funny I, though. I would have been okay with more. Twitter. I'm sorry, Joshua. No, I'm just saying funny on Twitter. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be on the WWE Network with a live mic, and he was like showing Joker gifts, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is so cool. And Gabe Sapolsky was like, he's. I I assure you. No one's gonna be hearing Eddie Kingston on the mic, and he would just kept fucking antagonizing Sapolsky. <laughs> it was so funny. Is that who did the commentary? Was it Sapolsky? Lenny no, Leonard Le- Le- is Lenny, what it said. Yeah. Okay, he did an awesome one-man job. I meant to put him over earlier. He did it by himself, and he did incredible last I night. I want to watch the show to listen to his commentary. He did really, really well. He missed, mixed up a couple of names. I don't know how new or old he I'd never heard his work, but doing it by yourself, I would assume it's really, really hard, and he, uh, he didn't miss a beat. Excalibur does it all the time. <laughs> he, he has friends with him though, doesn't he? No, he stopped. They, it's, oh, it's did he? One man show, but oh, I, I refuse to like it? listen to him talk all fucking night. Nobody pops in anymore with him. Like, no, not at all. I don't know why they stopped it. Oh, okay. When it used I, to be. Uh, used to used to always hear Chucky e. T and, uh, and mm-hmm. they would just rotate when we would when Joshua and I went out. You know, what was that five years ago almost now? You know, they yeah. would kind of just rotate wrestlers in and out. You know, so I thought it it was a one man with a with a sidekick kind of thing. You know, which is enjoyable, but I'm still saying it's hard. I don't know. Maybe does he wear the mask when he commentates? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he he did at the uh, ADW show last month. He definitely did. So, so, yeah. He was talking about how hot it was at AEW last night. It was like 85 degrees Mm -hmm. and doing commentary with the mask. And he's like, so he was talking about that during the uh, Lucha Bros match. And he was like, these guys are actually working with masks and all that. He's like, I'm just doing commentary and I'm sweating my balls off. Uh, 85 degrees wearing a fucking mask commentating. <laughs> yeah, It's a funny look. It, right next to uh, Jim Ross with his hat. It, so they had the hat and the mask at last month's AEW. Yeah, and last night. Oh, was it last night too? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on, we had the uh, for the uh, Evolve Tag Champions. Uh, the Unwanted were the uh, Evolve Tag Team Champions. They took on the Skulk, which was AR Fox and Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff is a student of AR Fox from his uh Leon Ruff. Ruff. Yeah, the Kevin Hart of wrestling. Not Leon Rush. Not Leo Rush. Leo Rush. You see, I'm fucking Leon Ruff. Jesus, okay. Brian. Chill. I know. Um, um so I've been sitting so here doing the Skulk my research. defeated the unwanted. Uh, I could have wa- honestly, I like tag matches and this was Tornado Tag. It was kind of anything goes match. This match could have gone on a little bit longer for me. You know, I was really enjoying it and it kind of ended a little abruptly. Uh, but the Skulk uh, are your new Evolve Tag Champions. I really wanted to see Joe Gacy and Eddie Kingston put on a little bit more of a show, uh, to be honest. They got beat up a lot in this match. 
Really? Um, they they got their own in, but again, I think I could, you know, as a Kingston, um, the limited amount of Kingston I've seen, I've watched, and I felt like I could have watched this a little bit longer. Um, we had Matt Riddle defeat Drew Gulak. Uh, eh, boo. Who were both in a uh, in a click in a, in a stable and evolved. Catch point. That's what it was called. Catch point. Thank you. Uh, so it was like two brothers kind of coming together, and uh, Gulak really put Riddle over. Uh, like, because Gulak in his like 205 days, he's like he's not putting anyone over. He's not respecting anyone. He's beating everybody up, even if he loses. He really was like Matthew. I respect the hell out of you, and he gave him a handshake. And he, they both did the Gulak pose at the end of the match, which was actually really cool. Uh, Paul Heyman surprised everybody. Uh, he cut a little promo. The lights actually went out. And when they came back on, Heyman was in the ring. He's like, you know, he was like, I don't normally do these things. You know, people don't invite me to these things because, well, when they used to, I'd, I'd turn them all down. I don't right. really want to do. He asked to do this, and he wanted to announce uh, Austin Theory versus J.D. Drake, which he did. It was a title versus title match. Uh, Austin Theory was the Evolve uh, heavyweight champion. J.D. Drake is the WWN champion. Yeah. And it was a winner take all, so the winner's going to come out with two titles. Austin Theory went over. Austin Theory looks like a billion dollars. Hmm. That dude's like the Adam Cole of Evolve, if you want. Austin Theory's been out of here before. Has he? I got has pay, he? Hunter's had pictures with him. 21 yeah. years old. Yeah, young kid, man. He is. And he he's is good, He's too. next level, man. Is he? Yeah. This is my first Austin, Austin Theory, Theory match. He is next level, man. He is really, really good. Drake, Drake did his, did really well, uh, and he definitely held his own. Uh, but Austin Theory, he, he, that's the future right there, man. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Drake for a while, if, I don't know if he still does or not, but he used to live like where um, – I can't remember the guy's names. Where that he's down with high spots, so he like lives and he- and works at high spots. Oh, I don't know. They didn't mention that last night. They just kept calling him the blue gla- the bluegrass badass. Because remember you saying his, something uh, about that? Yeah, he. We, I've seen him uh, many times. I mean, even before I re- even before they were like the uh, the the workhorsemen, which is him and Anthony Henry. Before I seen them as a tag two or three times, I saw I saw him by himself, and I was like, he just reminds me of an old school badass wrestler. Yeah. No, Jake, I like Drake. I, I knew nothing of him, but I, you know, I'm a fan of his as well. Uh, and then we had the main event, which was uh, Adam Cole taking on Akira Kazawa for the NXT Championship, which you're like, if you're on an Evolve show, you're not losing your NXT Championship. Um, so Adam Cole obviously won. He hit the, uh, the last shot to retain. Uh, Johnny Gargano actually came out late in the match, which we haven't seen Gargano on NXT TV since he's lost the title. So this is going to set up for a Cole versus Gargano 3, hmm. which was oh interesting God. because you assumed it was going to happen. You know, because obviously with each of them winning one fall, um, it was weird to kind of have an en- to end an evolve show with putting over an NXT title. I wasn't. I'm honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's I like de- that. It's on WWE. I get it. Network, I, from a so business standpoint, yeah, I understand it. Their stuff on there. I understand. You it. moan though, Joshua. Are you not looking forward to seeing uh, a Gargano? It's just, it's, it's just getting fucking played out now. It's Is like, it? You got other fucking people. I like the first match better than the second one, anyway. I mean, the two out of three? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. And, I mean, I don't think – I don't know what they're going to have – what they get. I mean, with Ciampa and Gargano, they still have – Iron Man. Yeah, they still had other stuff to do. I mean, they have – yeah, but is the Iron Man going to be able to, to top the other two? It gets to a point to where it's like – We don't need this anymore. What else do you have to do? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you something, Joshua. I didn't know. I knew that PWG had the new place. They probably had it for a while now. But I didn't know that Gresham had made his debut – PWG. Oh, he! It was, I think it was at Hand of Doom he made his fucking uh, debut, but I was able to see him versus Cobb yeah. when I went last time. So yeah, yeah, I didn't know that Gresham had made his debut at PWG, and and I didn't know that is it Jungle Boy and Brody Lee together. Jungle Boy no. and Luchasaurus. 
Okay. It's yeah, Luchasaurus. The, okay, I'm sorry. Who's the big? Is it Brody Lee? Is that that big? Who's the big? Brody King. Brody, Brody, Brody King. King. Brody is, Lee was uh, someone else. I know that name. Brody Lee was uh, uh, Harper. Harper, Luke Harper. Yeah, yeah. Harper, Luke Harper. Okay. Yeah. Brody King. Okay. Yeah, he's the guy from Ring of Honor. He teams with PCO quite a bit. Brody King. Yeah, dude, big tattooed up. Monster. Yeah, looks yeah. Like, he I'm looks surprised like the bad guy. Not in New Japan. He looks like the bad guy from True Detective season one. Does he? Yeah. Does he? I haven't seen that. He's uh he has worked in New Not Japan. Not the main bad guy, but like the second to the main bad the, guy. The the other one, the one that blows up in the in the fucking field. Yeah, I know he worked the the Los Angeles show. Right. And he was a part of the dojo, but then I guess I guess Ring of Honor kinda like scooped him up and like, you know, I, I was like, damn, this is a guy that we need in the G one climax. Cause he's a big bad motherfucker. Like he I is. tell him all the time, damn, you need to be in IWA. Cause I know that his tag team partner, Bateman. Uh, was in IWA and I told him I was like man if they get Tyler they need you too and he's like oh, I don't know they his... gotta call me uh, who's his partner who's his tag team partner uh, that's for Tyler Bateman they were called Violence Unlimited I believe huh and he's worked and, IWA uh, yeah Bateman? you saw him at the, when we went to TPI in okay. Minneapolis Okay, I was about to say, I know that name. I know the that name. The funny thing was, I was like, Tyler Bateman reminds me so much of Chris Hero. And then, uh, whatchamacallit, Ian looked at me and goes, that dude's been wrestling like 15, 18 years. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I go, dude. Yeah. He reminds me so much of Chris Hero, just with the strikes and the way he moves and a lot of things. Bateman's good, man. Oh, I have seen this yeah. guy. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like his look. I like this dude's look. He's got You're that right. butcher, like the guy, butcher, what, butcher Bill from the Gangs of New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. he looks awesome. So cool. oh, yeah, 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 okay. So all in all, uh, Evolve was a good show. I like the show. It, I don't have any complaints of it. You know, mm -hmm. some matches were better than others, of course. Uh, but there's not a bad match. You know, it's three hours long. You know, I would definitely recommend it. You know, if you want, if you have time to watch one, watch the Austin Theory versus JT Dunn, or Drake, excuse me. Um, if you have, you know, it's like a thirty minute match. I think between the two of them, okay. really, really well done. Um, yeah, nothing really too skippable. You know, you don't want to go through and just be like, you know, again, if you have one, watch the, the semi-main. Right. You know. Okay. So. Okay. What happened at IWA this past week, Brian? Oh, well, there, uh, was, worth qu yeah, there was quite a few. The the surprise, the shocker of the night is that the IWA Women's Tag Team Champion is Max the Impaler. Mm -hmm. And she's a bad girl. I mean, she don't get me wrong. She's less than a year in the business. But she's going to make waves. You can tell. She looks like like she says she's from the wasteland. Right. And she looks fresh out of, like, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome movie. She looks <laughs> awesome. Yeah. She, her look is fantastic. Um, she gets in there and she mauls people. Don't get me wrong. She's got a long way to go with certain things. Mm -hmm. But other things, she's already ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there is a, a girl who went to the Evolve training. And uh, they had evolved tryouts. That's how uh, Rump Thump, Stefan Smith, that's how he got his refing. That's how he became a okay, ref for Evolve okay. in WWN. Is by, he went to the, the refing thing, he went to the tryouts and became a ref there. So right. That's really good for him. Right. Which Rump was a cool guy. I always got to talk to him. But there's a girl named Alice Crowley. Ooh. And Alice Crowley is only like 16 years old. I met her dad like three years ago when she was like 14. Mm hmm. And he's like, she's training to be a wrestler now. And I was like, what? He goes, right. yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, she's just going to be just going to return like 15 years old. And I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. And uh, she told me then that her favorite wrestler was Zack Sabre Jr. She was like oh, 15. So then yeah. you marked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, now she's like 16 years old and she's graduated. She upset Max for the IWA Women's title last night. Oh, wow. 16 years old. What do you know about this chick? Brandy from uh, Evolve? That's from Evolve last night, That's, yes. Oh. Yeah, She's I, a I, Brandy I, I wrestling. Don't think, I don't think she I've defeated seen a Brandy Lawrence. Shotzi Blackheart. Okay. 
I'm can, a big top, fan. Top I'm of my head. Yeah. Humongous fan of her. She's my favorite wrestler of all yeah. time. So, <laughs> yeah, been following so her go ahead. You were saying about... Uh, yeah, Alice Crowley, she upset. And she also, when she went to Evolve, she was... Gabe Sapolsky was impressed by her, mm-hmm. that he had a personal conversation with her dad. And also, he was impressed by her so much was Chris Hero, that he called Ian Rotten. Right. And told her, that, right. you know, this is a, a girl, she's young, but she has a good look. Uh, her strikes are phenomenal for right. being a 16-year-old girl. Of course, she trained with Randy West, so that could be why. I sure. Mean, no offense. Um, Randy West is one of the most underrated women wrestlers on the planet. And you mentioned this Alice Crowley a couple weeks ago has a uh, spot in uh, TPI this year. Yes. She 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 got, got a spot at TPI at, uh, I want to say, the... Um, it was uh, the Structo Pro show, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, which is not even an IWA show. So right. that was a, that was kind of a surprise. But, yeah. And also, um, Gay- Sage Phillips, uh, got he won a match and was able to pick his poison. He picked a spot in TPI this year. This happened Thursday at yes, IWA? Yes, this happened okay. Thursday also. Um, there's a couple other matches. The ones I w- really want to talk about is that Congo Kong took on Aaron Williams. And Kongo Kong, Kongo Kong, the guy who took on Pat Barry at UFC. Yes, <laughs> yes, he's a uh, uh, Kongo Kong is the most dominant IWA champ of the last decade by far. There's nobody even close. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, and and Kong is if if you haven't seen Kongo Kong in IWA Mid South, then you need to see that compared to his maybe some of his other stuff because lots of places he just goes in and mauls people. Okay. Well, and he's I've seen him in a lot of competitive matches. Him and Aaron Williams was absolutely nuts. They were all over the building. Plus, they did all kinds of crazy stuff in the ring. And then there's all this interference coming out. Jason the Gift Kincaid comes out because Aaron Williams pulled him out of the tag match earlier that night when and lost his chance to win the tag team titles with Air Blake. So, we, uh, we see... Jason the Gift Kincaid come out. He nails Kong, then Aaron William nails Kong, and this is after Kong has won the one retained the title against Aaron Williams. Mm-hmm. But then he helps him up afterwards. You know, can tell they're you know kind of the mutual respect. Yeah, kind of oh, thing. well, it's kind of like they're both hated by the fans but loved by the fans. If you can understand that, yeah, like the 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 it does, they're going to be split. They've been around so long. At IWA, there's people that's going to love them no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, because I love Kongo Kong, but he's a heel right now. Right, and that's the same way with Aaron Williams. Aaron Williams is a heel right now, but mm-hmm. I, I can't help it. I'm a mark, man. I just some guys. I just I'm going to respect them no matter what. You sure. Know? So <laughs> the funniest shit is that Kevin Giza cashes in his box so that he can run his ass in and you know try to hurry up and get the the win on Congo Kong, and he has like at least three close falls. I mean, like really close falls. And for a second, you think, Gee, oh, my God, is Giza going to win the world title and beat Kong, you know? Right. Not to be had, man. Kong hits him, nails him, boom, it's over. So, Kongo Kong retains, and Giza loses his spot to, you know, his, his cash into. His money in the wants. bank yeah, gimmick that yeah, they have. Yes. They call it opportunity in the opportunity bank. Opportunity in the box. Or, yeah, something like that. Yes. Opportunity in the box. Yeah, he loses. I always said checks in the mail would be a much better name. They come out with just an envelope, yeah. like an empty envelope. <laughs> 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 That's their payday. Like, yeah, I'm going to cash this in. It's about dog. a half a shot right there at Ian Rod, ain't it? <laughs> no, it's just like a funny a gimmick, funny man. It's, just, it's not a shot at all. It's just a funny a funny fucking... I told him about it. He thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, got, he popped at it. So, like, I'm not shooting at anyone. I just thought that's a funny name. I told Manuel. Manuel was the one that was like, ooh. We got to do this. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, he was like, I think you're onto something. <laughs> was, that the, uh, was that the main event? Yeah, that was the main event. The tag match was uh, Air Blake Christian and Jason the Gift Kincaid against. Uh, it was supposed to be 
Tyler Matrix and Logan James, but Tyler Matrix says, I don't know if he broke or if he fractured his orbital bone oh, in the match. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, he may even miss TPI. I mean, he's so. out of all of August. I saw on Facebook. I follow him. Yeah, uh, he he's, mentioned out, that on there. he's out for a while, so I don't think that he's. Uh, Whoa. He, he may be out. For a while, he did come in and do a super kick, dickhead. But you know, do you know uh, how <laughs> did he hurt it at an IWA show, or uh, was it? I don't, I don't know if it was IWA or not, but I, I know how it happened. What I happened? I think that he was in a match with uh, Monix that accidentally happened. If I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Oh shit, that's unfortunate. Yeah, well, accidents happen in wrestling, man. That's the way it is. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But man, it couldn't happen. And I, I mean, Tyler Matrix is a good dude, man. I talked to him recently, and and uh, you know, I. I, I I feel bad if he's out of TPI, but this is definitely a kid that shined in OVW, shines right. everywhere he goes. He's he's going to be fine. He's going to yeah. come back and be just fine. Um, Kevin Giza took this insane fucking bump from the top rope, and, and instead of coming straight down to the mat, he hit his ribs on the side of the fucking ring apron. Oh, shit. On the way down. Okay. I legit thought he broke a fucking rib. That's how bad it looked from the commentator, commentator right. seat. Was you know, and I saw him a couple, you know, like maybe an hour later, and a little bit inside baseball. I was like, "Hey man, how are the ribs?" And he's like, "Oh man, they're terrible. They're terrible." And as he walked away, he kind of looked over his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna you know expose anything here, but I was like, "Damn man, he <laughs> fucking fooled the shit out of me because it looked like he fucking broke his fucking ribs. It was bad." He has been like a fucking standout. He's like a, like a rag doll, dude. He's like Daniel Brown when he first came to WWE and was. Getting fucking folded up like a piece of rubber. Well, with all the guys that uh, we mentioned this, um, trying to get a couple people that, uh, like Logan James in particular, get him on the show and talk to him for a bit. One of the first things I want to ask him is about this whole OVW like influx that happened a couple years back. Uh, Giza and like not taking anything away from any of the other guys because I, you know, you and I have put over Logan James like crazy. But dude, Giza has been someone that like I didn't He's know a lot about yeah. because I guess he was in the tag team with uh, Slade, yeah. so I didn't keep a like I wasn't focused on him. The the way I was with uh, um, um, Logan James, yeah. But dude, he has had his shine and like he has made the most out of his opportunity, man. Yeah, he's been given opportunity. I'll give him that because he got a couple of matches with Aaron Williams. Yeah. They were fan fucking tastic. I mean, right. they, that's where people started talking, and believe it or not, it started putting more asses in IWA seats. I mean, it's a red hot scorching fucking building. You're still getting over a hundred people in there on a Thursday night. When there's ten thousand other things going on around this around Louisville, that you know what I'm saying, there's picnics in the park and fucking movies at Taylorsville. You know, I mean, there's sure. all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's a there's two or three parks that have like little little water parks over to the side, and then they'll have like a movie on a big screen, like a kids movie mm -hmm. for families to come to. They're free. I think there's one like at the Iroquois Amphitheater. They have music. I mean, there's all kinds of free shit if you want to get your ass out and do it here in Louisville, Kentucky. And especially like on a Thursday night when it's not pouring down fucking rain, which it, you know, yesterday there wasn't a cloud in the sky. So that means today it's going to fucking rain right when I go to the pool. But anyway. But go to IWA if you're doing nothing else on a Thursday night. Hey, yes. Jeffersonville, Indiana. Yes. And um, I, I like to see the crowd is every, it's weird. It's like 730, right? Right around bell time. I'm there and I'm like. Oh, God, there's only like fucking 75 people here. My God. And then by the second match, I'm like, it's fucking packed in here. I'm sweating right. my ass off. There's people standing on the fucking walls. There's, yeah. like and It happens every fucking week. It's like everybody comes in last minute because it's hot in the building. Mm -hmm. Somebody comes running at the last minute. So like the <laughs> second match, you're looking around and you're like, fuck, there's like. 
140 people. I was gonna say the arena only holds about what 150, maybe 200 if at the you very get 175 most. 175 inside the arena, you're fucking asshole to elbow people stacked on okay. top of each other. You know what I'm saying? 200 is the I've I've only seen I think 183 is the most I've seen in there myself personally. Okay. So I don't know, and I know that night. Like you had, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, as you walk to the bathroom, excuse me, pardon me, as you're walking outside the door, you're fucking just people everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not a large building at all. One thing that uh, I shot out uh, earlier this week on a text message, I'm thanks for reminding me, was uh, I wanted everyone to try to do some homework. And like I used to do like a match suggestion of the week and I would give like a couple matches and... I don't know. It just kind of fell flat. But I thought instead of me just fucking putting over some matches because we each like different things. Um, how about we all suggest matches every yep. week? And I want to do uh, I'm thank for reminding me about this, Matt. Yep. But I wanted to throw out a suggestion. Uh, I heard this talked about on a match or on a uh, podcast the other day. Uh, it's from Starcade 1990. It's a Midnight Express versus Southern Boys. We've seen Brian and I have seen a lot of um, um, Tracy Smothers. Uh, at IWA Mid South, and dude, you but before he came to IWA in '96, I wasn't real like I knew of him, but I wasn't real big on him. But this uh, this match, if you go guys go back and watch, it, if you have the uh, the network, log on, watch this match. Uh, the whole card is uh, it's actually a pretty good card. Sting ends up taking on Ric Flair in the main event and wins his first uh, title. But uh, this opens the card, and it's the Midnight Express. It just shows how good Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton are uh, taking on the, the um, which one is it? Scott Austin uh, uh, or Scott Armstrong? I think he was the. It wasn't Brian because that's Scott that's, or Steve. Yeah, it may have been. It may have been. Yeah, I think it, it might have been Steve. I don't remember. It wasn't Brett? Excuse me, it wasn't Brad. But dude, what a great what a ass made a, match! One of them made a living as a ref too. I don't know. And I don't know yeah, yeah, I think Scott's the ref. Yeah, so I think it's Steve. I think it is Steve Armstrong is is the partner here. Anyway, an amazing match. Uh, that was going to be my suggestion of the week. Brian, you got one. I got one, and of course I'm going to go indie style. You know, I'm going to go out of your mid south. And this is for the people out there. There's been a lot of stuff happened this week in deathmatch wrestling in the last couple of weeks, uh, from the train wreck situation to uh, what happened at the Resistance show. To, um, to resistance show, I don't know about this. Uh, supposedly, from what I understand, they had eight of the top, probably fifteen to sixteen deathmatch wrestlers in America. Okay. At a show in, uh, I, I don't know where. I apologize, not knowing where it's at. I think it was around Chicago, and from what I understand, the main event had one light tube mm-hmm. and a cardboard box for the guys to use. A cardboard box? That's what I understand. Okay. If everything else had already been used, like there was well, just... I heard there was a te- couple of tables over here, but they were there was weapons for the next night for the women's show. Okay. And what was the name of the Fed again? Resistance. The Resistance. And I think that uh, um, I know Man Man Pondo, John Wayne Murdoch, Slack, Eric Ryan, Marcus Crane. I mean, a who's who of deathmatch wrestlers were there. And there was a lot of beef on the internet. People crybabying about it, but. Like, even the commentators, even slacking, like, Eric Ryan was like, what is this in the main event? And so the owner went to Facebook, and or the promoter, or I don't know which one it was, of, of the resistance, and was like, you guys shouldn't 
you know, the fans shouldn't be so disgruntled, you know, these deathmatch wrestlers to go out there and give their all or whatever. And the fans were like, nobody's saying anything about the wrestlers. Right. The, we're, we're talking about the product. The, the pro, what, what was what you gave these guys to work with. They said the guys did the best they could with what they had. Right. And supposedly the next night, the ladies' deathmatch tournament was off the fucking charts. They bust out of the gimmicks and for that I'm one? Gonna, oh, dude. I, well, I just heard, I know the main, the main was like a no-world bar bar with tables around a ring. So, you know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I heard, it was called <laughs> Death Becomes Her, and it was, uh, it drew way better. The first night, I supposedly didn't draw very well at all. Okay. And it was very expensive, like front row was $60, and this is something that's not known to do death right. matches. So it was a little weird and awkward, um, and I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I do want to give congratulations out to, um, a guy who got to do commentary for Death Becomes Her the second night, uh, Doug Votaw. He got to do the commentary out there for okay. him and uh, Joshua, uh, Jake, Joshua Joseph Swartz from the Bomb Shelter. Because mm -hmm. Randy West was in the tournament. You know, okay. that, that, that They're part of the Bomb Shelter together. They did the commentary for Death Becomes Her, and I, I heard good things about it, actually, on, online. That, uh, that the commentary was way better for the women's tournament than it was for the men's tournament. Okay. So, but with the controversy that's happened with uh, deathmatch wrestling and everything else, I'm going to go deathmatch and recommend. Uh, I'm going to recommend our good friend Isaiah mm -hmm. versus Shane Mercer, the last battle of Memphis. Um, I, I saw highlights of it again recently online. Okay. And I thought to myself, that was probably the drunkest I've been in an IWA show. <laughs> was it? And it was probably the most that I yelled on the microphone during a match. Like I was like, you know, when you, when, when someone yells on the microphone at an indie show and you watch the DVD and it kind of blows the speaker for a yep. second. It was like that like three times. I know that man and I just wanted to knock the fuck out of me. You're all drunk and, I, and no, being I was, obnoxious. Put it this way. Before the, it was hot. It was hot in that building. And before that match, I was outside laying across the top of a picnic table. Wow. I was like, I got to catch my breath. It's so hot. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so hot. But, I mean, it didn't have anything to do with the heat. It had to do with the amount of fucking Woodford in my stomach. But uh, <laughs> Now, was this the last? It said it's called The Last Battle of Memphis. Was this the last show that they had at the Memphis place there? Uh, no, they, they thought it was going to be, but there ended up being some other stuff. Oh, going okay, on. It was okay. just called that because at that time, they had uh, The Last Battle of Atlanta had been released on the network. Okay. So okay. it was kind of like a Last Battle of Memphis type thing. Okay. Isaiah very but, rarely does hardcore. Shane Mercer very rarely does hardcore. Right, not known for that. These Neither guys one. had a hockey stick wrapped in fucking barbed wire and they murdered each other with it you have to watch it to, see, to believe huh. it, to see it and i think if you watch this no is this a death match where there's glass flying and people are taking bumps off the back of fucking uh no but uh, it's like the end of a feud where they use some gimmicks and it actually makes sense exactly and it's it was it was a there was a build-up there was a you know something that mattered um there was a heavy heavy rumor around that it was one of these guys last matches for a while okay and so that's the reason why but uh yeah it's on IWA mid-south it's available at smart mark you may know another way you know but hopefully you, know, you, go, you go to smart mark and check that out i think you can i know you can get the digital download okay uh, or, the, or if so you're at iwa mid-south Mid -South on thursdays then you can buy the dvd swoop it up there yeah but also there's also a uh, mance warner who's coming up right now he took on jake christ on this and uh, I mean, there's just the card was just really the card was really good, good, but that was your but that match is my match that my match was that played. the main event there? Yeah, oh, of course. Okay, that was the main event that okay. young Matthew, uh, you reminded me, so I you did. must have one. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm glad. Let's sorry. hear it. All right. Do you remember when uh, Marcus Everett fell and missed the table? Was it on that, that show? That was on that show that, too. I'm pretty sure. Okay, a very famous spot that Jim Cornette chimed in about. Yeah, it was on Botchamania. <laughs> it <laughs> was. And when Marcus Everett talked about it, he had an R. Backer Heckler shirt. He did. Hey, <laughs> had a boy. Let's uh, hear it. 
super easy. Uh, July 3rd, 2018. It's a random episode of 205 Live. But Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali, who's now known as Ali on SmackDown, uh-huh. have a false count. I, uh, I'm sorry, a no DQ match. And it is my favorite match in 205 Live history at the moment. Okay. And, you know, as a 205 mark, you know, and I'm, I apologize. I've been a little slacking on it as of late. Uh, as a Buddy Murphy mark, as a 205 mark, if you like either one of those things or both of those things, uh-huh. you've probably already seen it. Uh, if you haven't, it's about a 15-minute match. It won't take up a whole lot of your time. Uh, if you just type in July 3rd, 2018 okay. on your network, you will pop it up. And, uh, yeah, you will enjoy yourself a 205 match. that They did some things that I had never seen before. Um, do you want me to talk about it now? I mean, I know it's a year in, uh, but there's a Spanish fly on an announce table oh. from a barricade. Okay. It's really well done. There is a superplex from uh, standing steps. One's on a turnbuckle. One's move the, st- the steel steps, the in- steps inside the ring. Yeah. Put them upright and did a superplex off the top of the ring Holy step. crap. Okay. And it did some things. And it, it was like... And it Bri- did some things. It did some things. <laughs> um, but like Brian said, it was the end of a feud. They had had, I believe, four matches before that with each of them winning two. So this was kind of like, not a rubber match, but it was definitely like the one that was like... Blow off the feud. Blow off the feud, but no right. titles involved. Yeah. You know, this was just a, a feud that needed to needed some kind of closure. And it was probably the, the two best stars of 2018 in that division outside of Cedric Alexander, um, who obviously held the title for the long time in that year. But uh, And going back to like what like you, what you guys are both saying, Brian brings up that point about it was um, Isaiah or Isaiah against um, uh, Shane Mercer. And it's not necessarily known as, you know, neither one are known as deathmatch wrestlers. You mentioning, you know, these two guys from 205 Live using gimmicks and using tables yeah. and shit like that. Like, that's when a lot of this stuff can really mean a whole lot more using gimmicks like that. Like, you both gave great examples mm-hmm. of at the end of a feud, of uh, this a is the time. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it makes way more sense. And, you know, booking wise, that's way fucking smart. And what's cool about it was, for me anyway, it's not on a pay-per-view. Right. You know, you can watch, and you know, I know the network's 10 bucks, you know, so it's not technically free. Right. But I mean, you know, there's ways to watch the network. If you have Hulu, uh-huh. you know, you can watch 205 Live is on there as well. You know, so there are multiple ways. It's on YouTube, but it's only like a four-minute, like, highlight thing if you want to watch it that way as well. Okay. Um, so it is completely free, you know, to an extent. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you would totally, if you like things that you've never seen before, you know, at least that I've never seen before. I'm sure you guys have seen some of these spots a million that times. That sounds pretty awesome. I really liked it, man. It was it was a really, really good match. It really I thought I was really hoping it was gonna put two oh five on the map. Like if this match didn't do it, then I almost felt like nothing will. Because it told the story. It had great these two have incredible chemistry. You guys talked about earlier about guys having chemistry in the ring. And it was oh so fucking good, and the crowd is so fucking dead, and it just breaks my heart. The watching. crowd didn't get into well, it. Well, like they do a spot, and then they go, "We want tables, click, click," yeah. and I'm like, "Go fuck yourself," you know. You're <laughs> gonna chant CM Punk while you're at it, while watching these dudes fucking kill each other in front of you know, what is it, 500 people that they go for the you know, because it's on after SmackDown at the time. It's just right. like, oh my god, it's so good though. So, so the crowd's already seen SmackDown, so they've already seen tired. SmackDown. They don't want to watch it, but yeah. they should, and now you should. So now that's you that's, that's that your assignment. Uh, Joshua, you got a match recommendation? Yeah, what's up? Do you, you have it? Going in and out here. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we've been doing our match recommendations. Uh, I gave an old NWA I one. I know. I, I, the, 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 the feed, it's like, it just cuts out and then it comes in. Like, I, mean, oh. I, I know the matches. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I gave mine. Yeah. Brian gave his and IWA Mid-South one. Yeah. Uh, Joshua, or I'm sorry, Young Matthew just gave a 205 live one. You got a, uh, you got one for the, uh, the listeners? This is hopefully the beginning of a new um, a new segment that we have. You know, maybe a little five cool. ten minute segment where we suggest matches. What do you got? 
Uh, well, you know what? Given with the fact that uh, Evolve debuted on the network, I'm gonna go with probably one of many great matches I've seen out of Evolve, and that's Kyle O'Reilly versus Fred Yehi from Evolve '83, I believe. Um, this probably was Fred Yehi's standout match, and I think it honestly could be match of the year contender for 2018. I don't think it was anyone's match of the year, but I think it was match of the year. Okay, uh, just a great fucking match. No one expect like it. Made, what made the match so fucking good was. Kyle, I think, was announced like at last minute, and no one expected this to be a good fucking match, and they just blew the roof off the whole fucking house of that fucking building. And uh, it was uh, detailed in one of those Vice shows, and you see Fred Yehi come back, and Gabe Sapolsky's just like, dude, this, what the fuck did you just do? You just made it hard for everybody else. How do you follow that? You know? That's funny, man. Brian has been putting over this Fred Yehi guy. And he's gonna be at uh, at um, TPI. He's gonna. So be I'm looking forward to actually watching him then. very soon. He's gonna be there before. Yeah, he's then um, in Tennessee, I think. Is NBA he? His style of wrestling. Oh, okay. Is, is really fucking good, and I, I I'm excited. I'll be seeing him too. Yeah, he's a. Re- I think you'll like him. When is uh, IWA gonna be having a debut at uh, Tennessee? You know the date. The date off time. Oh, it's okay. a while away though, so I'll, cool. I'll make sure I put it on next week. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. Well, if you guys, uh, we'll try to maybe find some links for some of these things and put them on social media. That'd be awesome. And then we'll, um, in the time being, we could, uh, we have a game today. We haven't had a game in a while. We do. You want to, you, you guys want to play, play a little game? Yeah. You guys ready? I'm uh, ready when you are. What's cool about this game is that we don't, it doesn't matter how many people can play. Okay. So we don't need an odd or an even number. Which okay. Is something to like, I believe Joshua and Chris has played this before. I, and Brian was out when we played this. Oh, uh, then you're in for a treat, B. Uh, the game is called Title Marks. I'm a big fan of titles. I think they really, you know, can elevate a, a champion and they can really elevate a wrestler. Um, I know it's kayfabe, Brian, and I know wins and losses don't matter, but when you're a champion, they definitely matter to me. <laughs> when you're a champ. Let's Only hear when it. you're a champ. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name and I'm going to give you their specific title reign. And your goal is... Um, oh, that's all right. And oh. the uh, the object is to see if you can hit the mark on how many days they were champion. Uh, if they're a multi-time champion, which I will tell you uh, before, you know, you, g- you give your answers. If they're a multi-time, you're g- it's going to be the combined amount of days that they were champion. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. Does this make sense? Yeah. 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 So um, like like a Ric Flair, 17 times or 16, 15, right. or however many. You'd have to, I'd have to say like how many times com- combined. How many days. Was, how many days. Of, of the uh, combined thing. I'm not going to do be like a like a dick and be like John Cena is a 16 time world champion well he was a 13 time WWE champion he's a three time right, world heavyweight right. I'm not doing that I'm not doing uh, name like specific names and things of that nature for yes. this game I'm gonna get it super easy uh, f- round one is gonna be all intercontinental champions okay round two is gonna be WCW champions uh, before they were bought out by WWE so it's like WWE. So it's not I'm not gonna say how many time how many days was the rock WCW champion not to, not doing that yeah um so, yeah, and uh, there's no penalty for going over. The, the goal is to see if you can hit the mark. It's not like Price is Right where if you go over and then, you, you know, you lose points. Right. Um, so if you're within 50 days of the mark, you will get a point. Uh-huh. If you're within 25 days, you will get two points. Okay. Within 10 days, you will get three. And if you can get it on the mark, you will get five. Okay. We'll, we'll just skip the four points and go right to five. Okay. So okay. apologies. And we have three rounds? You have two rounds in this run. Two rounds. Two rounds of four four each okay okay so right. does everybody understand the rules of yep. the game? okay um so the first round is going to be uh intercontinental titles and in intercontinental championship runs mm-hmm. and the first person is edge 
Edge is a five-time Intercontinental Champion, and he was actually uh, mm. he actually won it. He was the hundredth person to win it. Um, but that includes like if you're like a, a second or third. Time. He wasn't the hundredth okay. different title holder, yeah, but he was yeah. the hundredth man to for a title defense. He's had five reigns. He's had five different Intercontinental Championship reigns. So in those five reigns, how many days total was he an Intercontinental Champion? You want to start um, it out, Brian? I don't know. We'll, we'll let Matt d- call people out. I'm just yeah. going to sit back because I have no idea. You have no <laughs> idea. Uh, Brian, do you want to try to go first? 521. Okay. Brian, go. I'm going to write them down so I don't forget. Uh, Joshua, do you have a number? 732. 732. And Chris, do you have a number? $1. No, we'll go Um, because you, it doesn't matter if you go doesn't over. Go I'm going to say... 417. 417. Uh, well, I can say you guys are all off. Oh, and shit. you all get no points. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Edge, <laughs> in all of his glory, uh-huh. his five-time champion was 171 days total. Wow. Okay. So, you Big know, goose egg for all three all of us? Big goose egg. It makes my job easier <laughs> for this one. Um, hopefully, you know, moving forward, we'll be a, a little bit closer. Uh, so for our next one, ah shit, he averaged about a month and a half each ring. His reigns were not yeah. very long. Yeah. Um, for our next one, we're gonna go with uh, CM Punk. He was a one-time champion, and he beat William Regal on Jan- in January of 2009. So he had one reign of Intercontinental Champion. Uh, these are all according to Wikipedia. So I apologize if they're wrong in advance. Uh, it's not the best site, but it. Seems to be okay. Usually pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, it's it. it's done by other people. That's the issue <laughs> right. with Wikipedia. Um, oh, so I'm going to scratch out all your names here. Joshua, you want to give this a shot? Uh, I'm going to go with 87 days. 87. Okay. Chris, you want to give me a shot? Um, let's see. I'll go with 62. 62. And that leaves Brian? Four days. Four days. Oh, dropped it within like the next pay-per-view yeah. or within the next Raw. Within the next Raw. Uh, you didn't get the, the exact number. Uh, he held it for 49. Uh, so Chris was actually oh. the closest. What did I? Oh, I said 62. He said 62. So four, 62 minus 49. 49, 62, that's 13. 13. Yeah, so you got was that, was that within 25. So you got two. Hey, two points for me. And I believe Joshua got one. Because he said 87, and that's definitely less than 50 days. And Brian got one as well. Oh. With, even with oh, four. Because he had less than 50. So, nice. you know, we got two. One, so we got points on the board, which is awesome. All right. For our next Intercontinental title reign, we have Seth Rollins. Ooh. Uh, uh, he became a, uh, with his Intercontinental Championship win at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. he became a Grand Slam champion. Okay. Uh, he is a two-time Intercontinental champion. And, yeah. So, how many days for his both of his combined? Uh, Chris, let's have you go first. You want me? Yeah, you haven't gone first. Two-time yeah. champ, I'm going to say 100 days. 100 days. Yeah. Okay. Brian, you got to guess. 212. 212. And Joshua? I'm going to go 188. 188. Ooh. You guys are all super close with this one. Um, <laughs> his total reign was 190 days. Oh, oh, man, I'm way off. So Joshua got the four because he was two days off of getting wow, the perfect one. So damn. That's pretty awesome, though. And Brian was just it's off 22. Right. So he'll get the two points. 
So Brian will go up to three. Joshua jumps up to five. And Chris said 100, and it was 190, and you didn't. You wanted less than 50 Shit. days. So you're still <laughs> at two. So Joshua jumps into the lead. Okay. We've got five, three, and two, but it's anybody's game. It is. Uh, we've got if one I more. in this, it's a joke. It <laughs> is so bad. <laughs> no, that just shows Brian does his research, like we always talk about. Yes. He knows his title reign history. All right. This one's a little bit long. <laughs> so I'll, tell you, I'll give you a little hint. This one's the longest one so far. Okay. Uh, how long was The Rock Intercontinental Champion? Ooh. Uh, he is a two-time IC champion as well. Uh, his first uh, start, his first reign started February thirteenth, nineteen ninety-seven, and his second was actually handed to him by Stone Cold Steve Austin um, when he was going from his Rocky Maivia to the Rock persona. Wow! So Stone Cold actually handed it to him, and then he obviously lost it to Triple H in that epic ladder match later down the road. Huh? Okay. I'm trying to think if that was a WrestleMania or not, but that might be too much information for you guys. Uh, 313. 313. Brian's already coming out. I didn't have to call on him. Let me write it down properly so I don't forget because numbers are hard, guys. So Brian says 313. (laughs) Nobody told me I'd be doing math. Joshua, do you have a guess for him? Brian's counting his toes. I'm trying to think because I remember when he had the icy title when he fucking came out with that stupid fucking attire. And I was. He did have. I feel like a. It was forever. <laughs> I think it was five hundred dollars shirts he used to wear, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, then when he, and I remember <laughs> he used to hold the icy title the second time, like a fucking. He would hold like one of the old NWA champions and shit. Uh, you know what? Brian said three thirteen. I'm. I'm gonna go three forty five. Oh, I thought he was gonna say three fourteen. I was like, Josh, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he just wants the, <laughs> wants the points. Um, it's a strategy. It, it, well, it would be, yeah. You get I the mean, same amount of points, yeah, and he's yeah. winning, so, you know. That, wow, then, yeah, that would actually make I just sense. found my own flaw in my own damn game. God damn, damn it. Okay. Thanks, Joshua. All right, well, yeah. you'd always throw <laughs> disclaimers <laughs> on next go. <laughs> <laughs> so Joshua says 345. Chris, I need a number. Okay, he said this is going to be the longest one. I'm going to say 375. 75. So Joshua's closest again. Uh. What? <laughs> Dang. The closest, uh, he was the closest number. Uh, the title reign was 339 days. Oh, my God. Five. Yeah. So Josh was technically <laughs> off by six days. Six days. So he's within the 10. Yeah. So that's another. And Joshua officially is Googling all of these. <laughs> yeah. I should have had Joshua go first, right? <laughs> no, I was just thinking. Was like, <laughs> he's within the 10 days, what? so he's got four more. You can use this if you need to. Oh, thank you. So he's got four more, so he's up to nine points. <laughs> Brian has three. I see when a nigga wins, y'all motherfuckers just hate us. <laughs> so he, Brian was 26. Dude, we can't <laughs> see you. We're about to make you put you on the camera on Skype so well, we man, can I'm, see if I'm you're Googling. <laughs> you know why? Because I know you would Google that shit. So Especially, but there's no prizes. I I, I'm just kidding. Just, you I'm know not, what it is? You just think low of me. That's what <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Joshua is a title mark you, like me. That's why we're best friends. I, I don't think it's no. that. I it's think it's title that mark. if you're not mm. cheating, you ain't trying. What are you talking about? <laughs> so Brian had tw- was 26 <laughs> days. Was 26 days. I believe that because he had 313 and 339. That's yep. 26. Yep. So he's got one more. So he's up to four. Damn. And Chris had 375 and 339, and that's 30-something days. Yeah, you got it. So I think you'll get one point as well. I'll be within, yeah, within the 50. Within the 50. Yeah. So not 25. Dang. So Joshua's in front with nine. Shit. Brian's got four. Chris has three. Ugh. But we got another round. So okay. We got one more round. We got one more round. Let's do this. Yeah. We so got to really knock Josh off. You're going to try. You're going to try. Hopefully uh, the Wi-Fi goes out in, in the Bronx. You can quit <laughs> looking this up. So we've got... <laughs> 
Nice. I'm on my phone. Like I, don't I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, obviously, like it makes no sense. Oh, man. yeah, like you can't <laughs> Skype or Google at the same time. <laughs> he doesn't oh, for BG tickets. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the super fast internet at work. This is why I like being the host because I love just sitting back and watching like the competitors like bitch at each other. Like, oh, fuck you, you cheated somehow. <laughs> now I get to be part of that. All right, so these are WCW heavyweight champions. The WCW heavyweight champions. Big gold belts. Okay. We'll go back a little bit further. Um, how long was Goldberg, WCW heavyweight champion? Oh, he had his one reign. Uh, he had a couple of chances at it uh, later on, but he only had one title. Uh, when he when everybody remembers, he lost to Kevin Nash. Yeah, uh, was that with the Taser, I believe? Yeah, with the Scott Hall coming. Scott in Hall tased, tased him, and he won it. Well, I, I sh- maybe I shouldn't. He give defeated that. Hogan. Yeah, it was at a Nitro. On a Nitro, it was April twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. To give you guys a little extra time, Joshua, you want to go first so no. you're not cheating. What was the date that he hey, lost? Yeah, sure. it? I was, uh, I'm not telling you the date. I know. I was hoping yeah. to like. <laughs> Oh, Maybe he lost it on April twenty seventh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, Seven days. I could do that one. Yeah. Brian, Brian was on to me, man. He saw what I was trying to do. <laughs> I actually didn't write it down just in case that happened. Okay. <laughs> I only wrote down one date. I'm sorry. I talked over <laughs> Joshua, man. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I said 297. 297. Uh, okay. I apologize. I didn't hear you the first time. Uh, no problem. Uh, Brian, let's go with you. For, the sec- for how many days did he have the belt for? 81. 81 days. Chris, how many days? Um, He's carrying the four. Um, six, seven, three, 100 and... What did, what did Joshua say? Josh said 297. 297. I'm going to say 180. 180. Wow. All right. Chris is coming back. Uh-oh. The, t- the number is 174. Whoa! Oh, my God! Nice! So he's six days off. off. Did he lose it at Halloween Havoc, or did it say? It might on Wikipedia. I don't have okay, it. Okay, okay, um, okay. I would just guess. He just lost to Kevin Nash. I saw he won it on Nitro, and then he lost it to Kevin okay, Nash. I didn't, okay, okay. I don't want to give too much nice. updates, because if I put right too much down, I'm going to give you too much. You might say too much, yeah. His, his one-time rain landed, you know, like he did. So, yeah. Someone uh, like me just asked, okay, what was the day he lost? Chris and, like, you fall into it. Well, Chris, <laughs> well, if you say he lost to Halloween Havoc, then we realize that he lost that not October. It would be months right. later, yeah. So, so that's why I asked after the fact. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. But you don't know if it was Cheater. a Halloween Havoc. If he doesn't give a year, it could have been the next following year. He it could have been. Yeah, he could totally like throw me off. Right. So Brian and Josh got no points on this one. Correct, yeah. I'm checking my notes. Uh, but Chris... Why don't you just rub that shit in our face, man? I'm doing my own math in my own head. I'm a terrible Jew. I got terrible numbers. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Googling in front of you guys. Are you an accountant by any chance? <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, either that or doctor. I didn't know which one I was going to pick. <laughs> so a Hollywood three, agent. What's three plus four? Seven. Okay. We're good. Yep. So. Yes. Nine, seven, four. Nice. Uh, Joshua's still in the lead despite getting no points in the last round. Ah, uh, we got three more. Uh, this should be easy for Chris Class, so he can go first. How many days was Bret Hart WCW champion? Oh, God. WCW champion. Uh, He's a two-time champion, so you can think about it. He won um, one against Chris Benoit. He did win against Benoit. And then he ben won a Ra. second one when he, uh, there was a vacated title. That's all I wrote down. He defeated Goldberg in a, uh, for the title for his second reign. <sighs> Man, yeah. Yes, WWF-style Bret Hart stuff, I'd know. WCW. That's mm-hmm. why I did it. Yeah, I know. You got me good. Um, I'm, I'll guess 97. 97 days. Yeah. All right. Joshua, you got a guess for me? 42. 42. Brian. I just want to say that 
the Locke family hotline back in the day were the first ones to announce that Bret Hart was going to WCW in this area. Oh, were they? Yes. Okay. Way to put yourself over there. Yeah. Thanks. So Corey Graves. 70, <laughs> 72. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got 42, 72, and 92. Oh, no, I 97. said 97. I thought we all had two. Okay. We did not. Uh, so Josh Van broke the news. Josh huh? was closest again. Uh. <laughs> the, the total was 56. Oh, oh so I was way off. You had we're fourteen you days. Fourteen. So you got two points because you got the twenty under the twenty-five. Yeah. Josh Woo-hoo. was at eleven. Uh, Brian got within two points. Brian or within twenty-five. Yes, because with the seventy-two and, and the fifty-six, so yeah. he'll get two more. So he's up to six. And Chris had ninety-seven. Yeah. So that's less than fifty. Fifty. Uh, I, yeah, that's right. So you got one point. Okay. I think I have my own scores right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. 56 and yeah, no. 56 and 97. That's not within 25. No. Last I checked. Okay, we're good. We're, we're sort of good. Uh, so, halfway done with this round. Sting. How many days was Sting a WCW champion? More or less the face of WCW. If Whoa. You, if you, with him and Ric Flair, if you want to go okay. that route. Right. He's a six-time champion. Uh, he first, according to Wikipedia, he, his first championship reign started February 29th when he defeated Lex Luger at Super Brawl. Huh. Oh. Uh, his last, he I last. I don't think that's correct. I thought he won it again. You said it earlier in the <laughs> show. Oh, but hold on. I think that was uh, the, maybe the NWA title. He won the WCW title yet. May have been NWA. The NWA was b- bought out by right. the WCW. So right. I'm not counting those. Yeah. And then the Shane Douglas took the NWA world title to ECW, threw right. it in the garbage. Right. No, that was the Eastern Championship wrestling belt, wouldn't it? Yeah. That okay, w- but they so. had a tournament for the NWA belt, but that was like years yeah. later. Didn't Dan Severn win that? He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan Severn yeah. won it and um, actually defended it on like WWE or WWF Raw. Yeah. He did, I'm yeah. I'm going to go wow. with 700 and 18. I'm going to go with two years. How many How many different reigns did he have? You Six said? time. Oh, shit. Let me go with 780. 780 for Brian. That's like two full years. If he had that many reigns, I'm thinking he was quite a big number. Well, if I could be wrong, though. I had more facts, but you already gave me a Okay, well, I'd like to hear your facts. You'd like to hear them? Yeah. <laughs> Numbers are already set in stone. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure? That's fine. I'm fine. You no, go change, ahead. If you want to change your pick after this, you're more than welcome to. His last win, his last one was September 12th, 1999. So in a seven-year gap, he was a six-time champion. You know, so you, do you want to change your number or you want to no. stick with it? Okay. I mean, it's not bad because a lot of guys, especially in the early 90s, kept yeah. the belts for a long period of time. They did. Chris, do you have a number for me? Uh, he said, what, 780? 780. I'm going to say we'll go 520. 520. Joshua? I'm going to go with 306. 306. All right. Well, his number, you guys, none of you guys got any points. <laughs> uh, he had 250 days total for his six reigns. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. Really? I remember Sting having the belt a lot longer than that. It sure you, he, seemed like it, It had right? to be the NWA title we're thinking of. It had to be. I mean, I can go on Wikipedia and check after we no, stop recording. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that you would be, no, yeah, we'll you'd look, be no, wrong, no, no, but we no, can look another yeah, time. I'll look and see, like, how many days he was NWA world champion because mm. that's probably what it was. And it became it didn't become WCW until Ted Turner bought it out, right? Correct. Okay. So. Uh, I believe uh, it's gonna. I believe Ric Flair was the first one, but I could be wrong on that as well. But, uh, I figure he had seven reigns in two years. That was, like, in a seven-year period, right? Something like that. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So we got one more. Uh, I just I, have no doubt that my it? no 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 I have no doubt that my uh, my fact that I gave was wrong because I got it from a uh, um, um, 
a podcast. Oh, did so, you? Yeah. I'm okay. probably completely wrong. Hey, as far between as a podcast it being his and, first time. Between a podcast and Wikipedia, we're not, <laughs> we're not, <laughs> I'm not quite sure who's going to win. We've got one more, and then we'll wrap the game up. Uh, uh, Vader. How many days did Vader hold the WCW Heavyweight Champion? Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. How many reigns did he have? He's dude? a three-time champion of, in WCW. Uh, he defeated Sting uh, for his first uh when July twelfth, nineteen ninety two, didn't I don't have uh, uh, the event, and his third reign was his longest reign. Okay, so he had it about three times. Joshua, you want to go first since you're in yeah, the lead? Because I know this one. <laughs> do you really? Do you really? Yeah, I do. How do you know? We'll this? see. It, it's three seventy three. All right, Joshua says three seventy three. All right, the only way we could do this is if you pick. 375 and I picked 370. He said 373. Oh, you picked 374. So. I picked 372. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. He says he knows it at what? 373? That's what he says. Okay, I'm going to go 371. Okay. 71. I'm going to go on Wikipedia and double check this. Can you go and uh, do you have a guess for me, Chris? Yeah. Okay. So he said 371. Then I'll go 375. Three seven five. <laughs> Wikipedia told me three seventy seven. Really? Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> well, we all got the same. We're all within the same points. You're all within ten. Oh shit! I was like, yes, I got closest, but you're all within ten, but you didn't get the uh, uh. the full the full five points. <laughs> you're close enough. How did you know that random fact? Because somebody put it on fucking on um, Facebook, like when he died. He's like, oh, he held the. I thought it was three seventy three. Wow, and, and that just, just stood out that. to you. And that just stood, <laughs> I didn't know somebody did that. Dude, apologies. that's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna go on Wikipedia to make sure that no, that's that, correct. <laughs> that just it, it stuck with me. Like it was an odd number. Like you know, sometimes with WCW titles, they just mention the title range. They that's do. Why I was like, oh man, if he says Chris Benoit, I'm, I, I know what to say. One and David Arquette. So. Yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, well, I wanted more than ten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Joshua wins. Wait, he's got the 15. Chris has 12. Brian has 10. Ah, uh, good game, fellas. So I hope you oh guys yeah. enjoyed it. I Be did. A dick, the champs back, bitches. <laughs> that was our very first. Uh, did you um, want to look up uh, Sting's thing as no, well? No, I was looking up uh, uh, Great American Bash. Okay, because um, if you go on the bottom of the Wikipedia, it'll actually tell you how many days they've like they have the list of the uh, the champions. So oh, I, really? So what I do is I write down what they do, and then I go scroll back up to see if I can find yeah. facts about the rain. Oh, how I'm doing it. It's all good. I'm, I'm um, gonna need to. Yeah. yeah. We, we got a, a, a Twitter question of the week. We do. This, this was your first time playing that game, wasn't it, Brian? Yeah. What'd you think, bro? Okay, not okay. Don't I like it. it. It's got work. it needs work because Chris already found my flaw. So I you know did I? <laughs> did it, oh well. We can just keep it keep the numbers close. Yeah, that's okay though. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, but the, one of them no has to be right. One of them has to be right. Yeah. Yeah. In order for that flaw to work, and how many times is it going right. to be dead on? Yeah. Unless right. Joshua know, reads Facebook. So Joshua, ah, you know the number. When he started giggling, and he I'm like, wait, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Joshua didn't like, watch WCW like that. I thought. <laughs> no, so, I just remember like when he passed away, they was like, oh, he was 373. And I was like, oh, that, that's something else. Had he said brain. that, that I don't need. And then one of us were like, just guess 377. Like, Brian could have guessed 377 and then won the whole thing by that one yeah. guess. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But the thing was, though, like, in my mind, is like, you know what? They, they, I, I'm kind of giving them, like, oh, yeah, I know it, I know it. But you don't know if I'm being serious or I'm, bu I'm bluffing. Yeah, but I knew you were pretty 
serious about that one. I, <laughs> I know my best friend's giggles. You know that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a Twitter question of the week or we social do. media. I do. Uh, but before we get there, real quick, I want to shout out. We had 15 comments on Facebook. Uh, and I know Brian shared it. And he got like 25 more as well. Uh, but I want to share. The last week's question was if I had to lock you in a room and uh, you had to watch one wrestler wrestle for 24 hours. But the, k- the kicker was that he was going to lose every single match. And we haven't gotten this much t- uh, talk on Facebook in years, so I got, I'm not going to lie, I'm marked out. Uh, so Nick Glenn, uh, Heather Bryant, Aaron Williams, Anthony Bonner, Jeff Smith, Logan Caudill, Duke Bowers, Misty Duncan, Glenn Younger, Jason Saint, Matthew Bryan, Finnerty Jr., Hayden Redmond, Amy Meyer Radford. Apologize if I got any of those names wrong, but thank you so much for reaching out to us on last week's. Uh, you guys know who you said. I don't want to do all this, and I know we got to wrap real quick. Uh, I know Brian shared it as well, and he got like 20-something other comments as well. Uh, so nice. It was really awesome seeing – because Facebook, we're, we're, we are not nearly as active on Facebook as we are on Twitter and Instagram. So seeing all that was super, super, duper awesome. Uh, this week is going to be definitely mo- way more of a softball than that one. We're halfway done with 2019. So super easy question this week is what is your favorite moment of 2019 in the wrestling world so far? Oh, wow. Not uh, match necessarily, but favorite just thing that has happened. Whether if you if it is a match or if it's a if it's an angle, if, if it's a debut, if it's a um, return, you know, do you have a moment in twenty nineteen that makes you go, man, this is my favorite moment. This is what makes me excited to be a wrestling fan. I'll chime in real fast, and I'll say it's easy for me because like G one just started. I could sure. always say that, but uh, the excitement that I'm hearing about um, AEW. Yeah, that it's uh, I'm not going to say it's, you know, it's definitely going to like it's going to take down WWE. Like, I'm not one of those people. Sure. I'm not saying it's going to even be competition. But the fact that there is like um, an alternative to besides like, you know, indie wrestling that, you know, all of us are fans of indie wrestling in some some way, shape or form, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other alternatives out there, but like for something that's going to actually get TV soon, yeah. Um, just the emergence of AEW, I would say have to. Uh, that's probably been like my highlight. It's a I good should time say. to be a wrestling fan with AEW yeah. in the wings. You know, we really, I think, as of wrestling fans, we take a lot for granted. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a really good time to be a wrestling fan right now. If you're, you know, whether you're independent, whether you watch WWE, you know. It, Wrestling's gonna come back hard. I mean, I know we we've talked about years about like we are, we might have been in a boom period a few years ago. I know Brian's used that term, you know, in the past about being on a boom and on a cusp and things of that nature. This might take it over. Right. You know, I don't mean to take over your answer, but no, that know. was that was what I had to say. Yeah, Brian, do you have a favorite moment of 2019 so far? Whether it be a match, whether mm. it be you know something you saw, maybe a spot even. I'll tell you what, I was pretty excited. I mean, even though it got announced in 2018 and carried over into 2019, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about AEW. I'm excited about what it's going to do to the landscape of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as me being a fan and everything else, of I think that it's going to make other companies that are not on their level because they jumped up to becoming – up there in the conversations with New Japan, in the conversations with WWE, in the conversations with NXT, you know, they've jumped up into that that spotlight. And so I think that some of the other ones who are, you know, on the next level, you know, I would I, I probably say I can name five off the top of my head, but we're not going to go there because sure. somebody's going to be like, oh, no, they're not anymore. Or that was 10 years ago because, you know, they're going to disagree. But I think that it's going to cause some of these other ones to step up their game. I think I'm already seeing it. 
and some of them i mean uh you know the ones that are based in cleveland chicago you know there's different ones and those are that you can already tell that they're stepping up their game some people are content some lots of guys mm-hmm. out there that are at that level are content and they're happy to be where they're at well i mean pwg even they upgraded their venue last year right right well, they had to. Well, yeah, well, they the other the other place don't hold a wrestling anymore. Got tore down. What's was no? Uh, apparently, it got sold, and they just like politics. They, they can't. They, the the guy who owns it sold it, so the people are like, "Hey, find some place to do your wrestling." Well, so will they have a new place to do their wrestling, which holds more? It's a very nice. It's a nicer looking place. It looks like a bar, a fancy bar. Is what it looks and like. It's actually it's a fucking nightclub. Uh, it has AC, so that's yeah, also a good thing. Exactly. So yeah, that would be my thing. Cool, man. Joshua, do you have a favorite wrestling I, I, for me and i hate to say it because i just groaned when we mentioned that they're wrestling again but seeing gargano win the nxt championship yeah was probably fucking like the moment of 2019 for me it was a great moment man i mean i, know- I think because the build for it was just you know he's like fuck he's never gonna win he's never gonna win and have you seen any of the fallout with it too like after he's lost i saw when he went to the fucking the pizzeria. <laughs> Adam Cole's doing like a championship tour, <laughs> and he went visited Gargano's Pizza in in Ohio. He like put his name up on the wall. He's like, "Hey, you got a champion you can be proud of in front of his Gargano's dad." But then when he went to the school and he told the kid, "Hey, hey, you remember when Johnny put the belt on you and said you could be NXT champion? Do you believe that?" And the kid's like, "Yeah, yeah." He goes, "No, no. <laughs> Eat the fucking pizza and go back home and just watch TV because that's the rest of your life." Johnny lied to you. I was fucking dying, oh, bro. So good. I'm telling you, Adam Cole's a G, man. It was so good, man. Watching Adam Cole shut down a kid's dreams on NXT TV was, definitely was one of my highlights of 2019. You see Dominic Granini and fucking that PJ's P, PG Smooth, whatever the fuck his name is. They're all like, fuck this guy. And I'm like, but he's telling you the truth. <laughs> Your dreams will end here is basically yeah. what Adam Cole was telling him. Um, for me, I really love, you know, as an NXT mark, I love the Gargano and Cole feud. I know, you know, Joshua doesn't want to see another one. I'm excited for another one. I really like their second match. You know, I know their first one got way more of the hype and, you know, the two out of the three falls and all the false finishes and things of that nature. As a wrestling fan and as more of an Adam Cole fan than a Johnny Gargano fan, I like the second match better than the first one. That was by probably my match of the year so far. And watching it like what me and Josh just talked about, the fallout and everything else. Cole and Gargano too was was definitely my highlight of 2019. I just think it like I don't the, my only flaw if I had to complain was that sure. I thought that it was a little bit too long and like after about six false finishes I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm emotionally done. You can only do about four. I mean even if the crowd's really into it. Sure. After about six I'm fucking done. Okay. Yeah, this is based off their second match you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guarantee you I want to go back and count, but I know there was at least five or six, if not seven. There was a really? whole bunch of near falls, which you have to in that caliber of a match, and I understand it, the length of it too. Well, the dick in me also appreciated dick having in Gar- you. the dick in me oh. also appreciated Gargano actually <laughs> losing. You know, after being built up to like, he's got so much heart. He's got oh, so uh, much yeah. this. He's got so much this. If you remember on the podcast that morning, there were like the podcast we kept before yeah. that. I was like, Adam Cole's gonna win, and somebody I don't know what one of you guys was like, no, no. Gargano's keeping it. I he just won it. I didn't yeah. think he was gonna lose it so fast. Yeah. And I was like, no, he's gonna lose it to Cole. I yeah. know he's gonna lose it to Cole. <laughs> so yeah, I like the Twitter question. That you was like a good it? one. That was a good one. It was like a, yeah, Christmas in July. Like halfway through we're gonna year. throw that up on Facebook too, and want you guys to keep you know keep on answering them, man. Yeah. We like that feedback. Absolutely. And you can find us on, how do you find us on Facebook? Macro Hecklers, Facebook.com. If you cl- <laughs> click in the search, we're on Google. You can find us there. Instagram. 
Instagram, at Backrow Hecklers Podcast, uh, and at Backrow Hecklers on Twitter. Joshua, where can they find you if they want to find you? Uh, if you want to see me talk about TV shows or post pictures of beer drinks that are for women, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Green Eyed Bebop. Oh, Green Eyed Bebop. Green Eyed Bebop needs to watch Animal Kingdom if he liked. Uh, if he's liked uh, the the Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans. Watch Animal Kingdom from TNT. Fantastic. My mom like raves about that show, and I just roll my eyes at her. Oh, dude, <laughs> well, but you don't like it because there's like a the, the, there's a major female lead. Sorry, but no, it's fantastic. I don't, I don't dislike it because I just like my, I just don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm not a sexist, Brian. <laughs> yes, you are. I you know like, you because of a female lead. That's why if it had a male dude, like if it was Jax Teller was riding a motorcycle at the beginning of it, he'd be like, this show is awesome, dude. I can't believe it. He'd be sending out spoilers to me, <laughs> pissing me off. Nice. So, yeah, so, we'll see you all in the back row. Watch hey. Extreme Rules tonight. There you go. Bro. We didn't even go over that, did we? Not even a little. There's a pay-per-view tonight, and Jeff Hardy got arrested. Yep. There we go. Bye. Bye. See you in the back row. <laughs> <laughs>